conversations that inspire, challenge, and awaken your purpose. This is the Holly Alvitra's podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Holly Alvitra's podcast. This is Holly, and I just want to say hello to all my new visitors. I'm so glad that you're joining us today, and hey to everybody that's back and listening once again. I am so thankful for your support. I just love you guys. I've got so much great feedback, and I really, really appreciate y'all supporting me in this venture with my podcast, and so with that being said, I would love for you to like my podcast, share it with your friends, hit the subscribe button, and leave me a review. Let me know what you're thinking, because I love hearing your feedback, and It is an honor to have you listen to my podcast and support me in this way. So thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much. Now, in today's podcast, we are going to talk about something that is very pertinent for right now in the season that we're living in in our lives. And so the title of my podcast today is called New Normals. Okay, how many of y'all can attest that we are living in a new normal nowadays with everything that is coming at us economically, socially, uh, emotionally, relationally, everything is so different now than it was even three months ago with all the changes and everything and Let's face it, we are entering into a new season where there's going to be inevitable changes and differences in how things are ran, how things are operating, and even how we perceive things and how we respond to things. And guys, change can be very scary and daunting. Don't we all know that? It can cause some of us to have anxiety. Some of us may slip into bouts of depression, and it can be painful at times too. There may be some of you listening that have recently lost your job or haven't been able to work for three months, and that is a very painful and stressful situation. And so now you are faced with finding a new job or waiting for your place of employment to open back up. And because of your new normal that you're currently living in right now, it's making you have to budget differently. You're having to cut back on different things that you used to not have to worry about. And so when you go into new normals or you face unknown situations, sometimes you find yourself in this position of trimming things back, figuring out what works now and what doesn't work now. And that can be very stressful. It can also be therapeutic for some, but it can be very stressful for most people. So facing an unknown future with an unknown outcome is very, very daunting. So that's why I want to talk about this whole idea of new normals today and hopefully encourage you along the way that you can embrace them and that you can walk in them successfully. You know, Isaiah 43, 19 is a go-to scripture when people are talking about new things. And it says, this is God speaking, for I am about to do something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway in the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. And that's God speaking to us. He's saying, I'm going to make a path through this big, messy forest that's before you. And I'm going to create rivers and water where there is dry desert and dirt and there's nothing there. So God is saying, I've already begun something new in your life. Can you not see it? Some of us get so bogged down in our normal behavior and so bogged down by the pressures and the anxiety and the stress and the things that are happening right in front of us that we don't see the things that God is trying to do right now. I heard a pastor say recently that God is the originator of the new normal. Whoa, I was so 
excited when I heard that statement. He said, God is the originator of the new normal. Why? Because God loves new things. Face it, he is the creator. He creates new things all the time. He loves making something new from nothing or making broke things or people have a new purpose, have a new life. The Bible says that God takes what the enemy meant for evil and he turns it for our good. So God loves new things. And I just want to give you a few examples from the Bible to prove that he loves new things. When I read these scriptures for myself, it just reinforced that God is a new God, meaning he loves doing new things all the time. So let me just read you these examples because maybe they'll hit home for you like they did for me. In Lamentations 3, 22 through 23, it says, through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. God has new compassions for us every morning. Psalm 40 verse three, it says, he put a new song in my mouth. Isaiah 62, two says, you shall be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord will name. You know, in the Bible, names had meaning. And so whatever you were named basically pointed you in the direction for your life. And God is saying to his people, I'm going to give you a new name. I'm going to give you a new identity. I'm going to give you a new purpose. In Proverbs 3, 9 through 10, it says, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. New wine and overflow of your uh, barns and your vats, that represents provision. God's saying, I'm giving you new provision in Proverbs. In Ezekiel 36, 26, the Lord says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. In John 13, 34, it says, a new commandment I will give to you that you love one another. In Matthew 26, 28, he says, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for the remission of sins. Mark 16, 17 says they will speak with new tongues. Second Corinthians 5, 17 says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away and behold, all things have become new. And finally, Ephesians 4, 24 says, put on the new man, which was created according to God. Guys, God has given us a new nature. He's established a new kingdom with a new family and a new inheritance. What is the point of all these scriptures? I want you to see that God is the originator of new normals. He is constantly creating new things and making bad things good. In fact, he proves his goodness by constantly perpetuating new things. He is not surprised by your situation. He is not surprised by pandemics, sudden job loss, missed opportunities, or even failed relationships. He is always ready to step in and prove his goodness by doing something new in your life. And that should make you so excited. For example, there was this one time in mine and my husband's lives, I was seven months pregnant with my second child. And I had a one-year-old and both my husband and I were laid off from our jobs abruptly and our whole world was seemingly turned upside down in that moment. Our financial security was suddenly gone. Things were not as they seemed and we were faced with great uncertainty because we were preparing to have a child and we already had a one-year-old and we owned a home and things had been normal up until that point. And so our whole life was turned upside down and we had two choices. One, we could pity our situation and try to find other jobs and just continue to do what we had been doing, just making it paycheck to paycheck, doing what we knew to do in that moment. Or 
we could seek God for new opportunities that may be entirely different than what we were used to and move in a new direction. And how many of y'all know moving in a new direction when you are seven months pregnant is not a very uh, promising solution when you look at it naturally. All you want to do is kind of create a routine and settle into um, some type of normalcy because you know your life is about to be not normal when that child comes out. So <laughs> it was very stressful to the to the natural man, to just to my senses and to what I had been accustomed to. So in two months, we were going to be faced with the new normal of having a second child anyways. So we opted to do option two and let God bring us into a new season, even though there was tremendous uncertainty, both emotionally, financially, financially, and even directionally. Like we really didn't know what the new season looked like or what we could do to get there. We didn't really know what was the best course of action for us at that point. But we decided to trust God and we found a scripture verse that we stood on together as a family. And that scripture was Isaiah fifty four seventeen in the Amplified. And it says, no weapon that is formed against you shall succeed. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you will condemn this peace Righteousness, security, and triumph over opposition is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. You know, I really clung to this verse and decided to let God navigate the uncharted waters of my life at that point. I told him what my heart's desires were in that moment. I told him, I was like, Lord, I want to be financially secure. I want to be around our family because we're about to have another child. I want to invest more time in our precious young family. I want to spend time with my kids and help guide their their first moments. I want to see them take their first steps. I want to see them do new things and and speak words they never spoke and, and read books they haven't read and take them to the park and do all these fun things that young families do and really invest in my kids because I know that I'm only going to have them probably for 18 years and then they're going to be off in the world. So this time to me is precious. So I told God all those details, those things that were important to me, and I didn't know in my head how that could even work because, like I said, me and my husband had both been working. We had been doing this our whole married life. This was our normal. But you know what? After we lost our jobs within one week, within one week, guys, of us both being laid off, God provided not only a new job for my husband, it was in a new state near family and cousins and old friends. And now because of the pay my husband was going to be getting at this new job, I could be a stay at home mom and really focus on my family. And I saw that God took care of all those little details that I had told him I wanted. And the new situation that we were in, our new normal looked nothing like our old life. We weren't doing the same jobs. We didn't have the same goals in this season, it was entirely different. It was entirely new. Now, were there still challenges when we stepped into this new season? Uh, yeah, totally there were challenges because there were still a lot of unknowns and uncertainties, guys. For two months from the time that we left our jobs until after my daughter was born, we were living with friends and family. 
before a home came available that we could afford. We were selling a house in one state. We were spread out as a family for over a month and then try dealing with a one-year-old and a newborn moving a house in another state after having the said newborn. And then two days after you have a newborn, your dog dies. Oh my goodness, that's crazy, right? Well, that was my life for two months and it was crazy and it was wild. But you know what's even wilder about that whole story? In those two months, I saw God bring us out of an old season into a new season. And the normals of one season were totally different from the new normals of the season that God brought us into. But I have to say this, when you're going through that season of transition, when you're going from what was normal to what is new and what is uncharted territory for you, God will give you grace and God will give you peace and God will give you security if you will just trust him. Remember that verse that I said I held on to, the specific part that really stood with me that whole season of bridging the gap between the old normal and the new normal was this part right here. It says this peace, this righteousness, and this security is a heritage of the servants of the Lord. I clung to his peace in that season, trusting him that he was going to make everything work out for my good, even though it naturally didn't make any sense, even though it naturally hurt financially or it hurt um, emotionally. And there was different things that we had to deal with. I even love the part where he reiterates the security is a heritage of the servants of the Lord. Financially, I felt unsecure, but I clung to, Lord, you're my security. You're the one that's my provider. You're the one that's going to make sure that we stay steady and we stay sure during this season of transition into a new normal. Life happens. Bad things do happen. We get curveballs thrown at us all the time. We're forced out of normalcy and into great uncertainty. That's what these last three months have been in the United States, going through a pandemic and all the uncertainty that we're facing socially and things like that politically. But God in all his goodness, guys, let me say it again, but God in all his goodness will present us with a new normal if we will let him do what he does best. He is the creator. He specializes in making something out of nothing. And he calls those things he makes good. That is so encouraging. Everything God makes is good. So how do we embrace God's new normal? How do we move forward in the midst of great uncertainty and trying times? Well, let me start with this. One, you got to change your focus and your expectation. You can't look back at what was or what used to work. Look forward to what can be. What have you been desiring in your heart? I was desiring to spend more time with my family. And that wasn't something that I always voiced, but it was on the inside of me. I just desired it. But I told God that's what I desired. And he presented me with a perfect opportunity to stay at home with the kids while they're being babies and just really invest in them. So here is your opportunity to go for it, to really trust him. Change your focus off what you used to do and say, God, I now have an opportunity. What do you want me to do? What way can I bridge the gap between what I'm doing now and what I really want to do? Because he really wants to bring you into this new place. And now is a perfect opportunity to embrace that and change your expectation. 
The other thing I would tell you to do is to submit and obey when God gives you direction to go. Oftentimes, people can do the first step. They can change their focus and they can get their expectation that God's going to do something. But when God gives them a specific direction and says, okay, take this step, go do it right now, then they get scared and they fizzle out and they stop pursuing the new normal because it's uncomfortable. God will ask you to take uncomfortable steps many times. I mean, look at the Bible. How many people had to do something very uncomfortable? Moses had to go back to his stepbrother and say, hey, can you release all the Israelites, the people that have been in your bondage, under bondage in Egypt for 400 years? Let all the slaves go that build all your buildings because God said to do it. Do you think that Moses was not daunted by that situation? You're going to like the leader of the modern world and saying, hey, release all the people that have built your modern world. That's a little bit daunting. And if God will ask Moses to do something that big, don't you know that God will ask you to do something that's going to be really big to you probably too. But he's doing that to bring you into a new normal, to bring you into those things that you don't even yet fully comprehend or know or understand. But I promise you it's going to be good. You know, there's a story in the Bible of a blind man in John 9 And this is the story where Jesus spits on the dirt, he makes it mud, and then he puts it on the blind man's eyes. And then he tells the blind man, go wash in the pool of Siloam. Now, this man could have freaked out because he was grossed out by the spit in the dirt. You know, he could have been weirded out by Jesus because he didn't understand what was happening. He didn't get it. I mean, who really gets that? It's kind of a very unconventional way of dealing with blindness, you know? (laughs) Nowadays, you know, we pray for someone, lay hands on them, but Jesus is like spitting in the dirt. And let's be honest, it's kind of gross, you know, if you're just thinking about it. (laughs) But the man, he did as Jesus says, the Bible says, he went, he washed, and he came back to Jesus seeing So notice this, the man's obedience led him from his normal, which was blindness and darkness, into a new normal, which allowed him to have the desire of his heart, which was to see. His world was completely turned upside down in the best kind of way because he obeyed Jesus even when it totally made no sense at all. So that's what you have to do. You have to change your focus and your expectation, and then you need to submit and obey when God gives you a direction. And the final thing I would encourage you to do as you embrace God's new normal for your life is to simply use your faith. Use your faith. Mark eleven twenty three through 24 says, have faith in God. Truly, I tell you, whoever says to the mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart at all, but believes that what he just said will take place, it will be done for him. The Bible is telling us just believe God. Believe that he's working in your situation. Speak out of your mouth those things that you desire. Like I did. I told God, I said, I want more time with my kids. Just speak out of your mouth and know that God will bring those desires in your heart to pass. But you have to believe him. You have to say it out loud. The more you say it, you hear yourself and then you begin to build your faith and it becomes more real. The more you hear it, the more you think on it, the more you say it, the more real it becomes and the easier it is to step into those new things that God has for you. But if you just 
are stuck in your old way and you talk the old way and you act the old way and you do the old things, then you're never going to step into the new things that God has for you. It's going to require you to change your sight. It's going to require you to change how you react to God's directives. You're going to have to respond differently and you're going to have to use your faith. He's a faith God. He requires you to use your faith. So don't be worried about all the craziness, all the unrest, and all the uncertainty that is happening all around us right now. It doesn't seem to be going away anytime soon. The devil is trying to create chaos in this world. That's what he does. Has it affected our normal lives? Absolutely. But don't be worried and don't fret. Recognize that in the midst of what the world is doing, God has been and will always be doing new things. So here is your opportunity to embrace the new. Look at all these things with a new perspective and with new eyes. God is doing something new in your life and you must let go of the past and embrace what he is doing right now because God's new normals are always on time, better than we could have ever expected or planned for ourselves, and they are most definitely and always will be good because he is a good God. 